the third class album of the fantastic. Got this one. Not the first, not the second, but the third. That's when they started to put more bad singers in the heart. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you kept things like, uh, uh, there was once a musical that was put on in New York where the star was a horse. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, there's a star that was a horse. This big white horse would come out and it was a talking horse stick. Well, now, you know about music. Brooks Atkinson was an Australian horse aider. Uh, he was just a funded there, and they had tapes. Uh, the horse was supposed to be a singing horse. I thought, but I'm not kidding you. This, uh, you think I'm uh, making this baby up? And uh, it opened up, and they had the sound of galloping hoofs, and the horse came out and started to sing about the age of running at Aqueduct. And in this first set of words, the head was just a turkey. This guy has got the original cast album with the original horse, you know, the roadshow horse that played it. Just didn't have the voice. Uh, that's what happens when you get the roadshow playing sometimes. But nevertheless, well, that's a special musical comedy group where they collect all these things. And most of them are bad. The average musical comedy music just doesn't have any more lasting power than the average ice cream cone and the seventh inner circle Dante's Inferno. Probably is. But he's got it. You know, he's catching great kids. Clean Jimmy. He's got an anti magnetic cleaner that takes all of us. Of course, he also has a tendency to wear pink Cherie's shirt. And so uh, the shoes that curl up in the end with cold classes. But that's another problem. This is a musical comedy shit problem, too. Now, I am a specialist in recording. I have a collection of totally unplayable records. I make my record collection. I've got the worst collection stuff, but now, I, uh, for example, you want to know the kind of things I've got? Mm-hmm. Uh, you come to the right guy. I have a 10-inch LP. Now, they, they don't hardly have none of them no more. I have a 10-inch LP, believe it or not, of Dick Contino doing The Ride of the Valkyries. I'm serious. Now, if you can imagine a more blood-curdling, uh, a, more, a more terrible record than that, and once in a while when my friends come over, I, and it's very scratchy. The ten issue is one of the early LPs. See, and it's really bad. It sounds rotten. It's made of old waffles and stuff. It's just mud and junk. And but this cocktail. And then I, you know what I also have? I have a record, a ten-inch record, an LP of the collected work of the Potagol Chorusite Orchestra, playing the Potagol theme. Now that is a hell of a record. That's really great. And it, so if you think it's, it, you know, me describing it sounds bad, you ought to hear the records. Some that I'll come down and I'll play some of my great records. Now, uh, you want to know another one I've got? Did you know? Well, I, I'll tell you what I've got. This is really about This is a genuine 12-inch LP of Debbie Hayes. Now, I'm serious now. Debbie Hayes singing Western songs. Well, uh, you didn't think Debbie Hayes could sing, did you? You were right. Absolutely right. And I have a 12-inch record of him, and he's accompanied by the sons of the pioneers. What a fantastic. <laughs> and they harmonize a lot. Very good. They sing Cool Wars. And uh, you ought to hear Gabby Hayes singing Cool Wars. And the tobacco juice is squirting out and all that. Now, that's a good record. Now, I have another wonderful record. I have a recording. And uh, this is also part of my collection. This is the 78, which I cherish. 
I have a recording of Judy Canova singing God Bless America. That's a very good recording. And you'll never guess who accompanies her on this record. If you have a bad figure, we will burn her three palms. If you can tell me who accompanies her on this record, the serious record. No, the rich brother. You think I'm making it up? Mess. 
I wonder how many guys have to uh, have to sustain all kinds of ridicule in the family because they like to watch the roller derby. They can't explain it. They like to watch the roller derby. <laughs> Oh, he's got a hang-up on Gloria O'Connor. Uh, that would be hard to believe, but nevertheless, <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I'm a <laughs> And I, I, know, I know one guy that, that lost 15 pounds when that chick went off the other one and just to say, have a happy. And he lost 15 pounds. He never could get used to Dr. Frank Frio. I discovered all those maps and stuff. And so uh, people have their own hang-ups, and you, you, can't, uh, you can't really uh, put anybody down for that. But, uh, you know, I, I've, known, I've known people who actually like, uh, you know, I don't want to get personal, I've got to leave it right there. I don't want to offend anyone, because, you know, you never know what a person likes, each to his own. But my mother had this hang-up, and no one could quite explain it in the house, and she never could either. And even to this day, I want to know her about it. And every day, at the same time, there was this local radio station that had this show. And they had a theme song. And she listened to that theme song the way, uh, well, the way I met with the John Burke Society listened to this guy saying, oh, hey, they listen. You know, I mean, this is not a casual thing. I mean, she used to listen to sweat coming out from between the curlers. And uh, every day, it would come on the radio, and the old man just leaned back in his chair at the table and put down his can of beer and start making obscene noises. And here is the theme. I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe that I could get a record of this theme song. Would you please, uh, it used to sneak out just like this, just quietly, just, and I love it, used to stand there, just like this, no mouth to hang open. And the he would start to sing. He would start to sing. And the boy, Uh, then after that, they would follow it up with Tim Holtz. And then, 
and of course every kid in creation would come and watch these turkeys. Uh, because uh, 
she was kind of attached to the greenness, you know, two ladies from Mr. Spooner but next door. Uh, she did, she went along politely with my mother's hang-up on Jean Aubrey because my mother went along with her hang-up on Catherine Grayson. There were two of them, you know, my mother didn't date it. So they would sit there, and my mother would say, would you like some music, Mrs. Turner? And Mrs. Turner would say, well, I don't mind if I do like the music. And my mother would say, well, how about playing the record? That was very elegant. And Mr. Spooner would say, well, very fine. I think that's great. And my mother would plug in the record player, and she would take the arm, and she would put it on, and out it would come. Gene Autry. 
and he Autry is walking on a wooden sidewalk, just like Gene Autry did in the movie, what I saw him in the movie. He used to always come walking along in front of a silver dollar, and he had these high hand tooled boots, and he had these fancy pants. In those days, of course, cowboys were not method cowboys. They were just, <laughs> and they used to wear these, uh, these suits, you know, black suits with silver buckles, and they had, they had these uh, jaggy pockets, you know, with a little hoist all of them, with a curl button. They wore a great big neckerchief and gauntlets that had gloves that went all the way up with strings that would hang down. So, coming down this duck walk, making a clatter like I couldn't believe, is Gene Autry wearing high cowboy boots. And he has got the most elegant cowboy, not cowboy suit, western suit. You know that that kind with the with the peak lapels, and it's a fawn-colored western suit, magnificent, and it's got this dark brown sort of coffee-colored printing on it. And he's got this string tie. It's a coffee-colored string tie, and he's wearing a white ten-gallon hat. He must be on 54th Street, and you know. Well, I'll tell you, for one brief moment, all those construction machines, all those gigantic energy, all those enormous pouring out roars of the generators stop, and in my head I hear, you never know, and Dean Autry walks right up to me, and we both sort of said, come in, you know, I said, oh, excuse me, that was making fun for the way. I walked right under the brim. I mean, he's a big guy, you know, he's no little guy, he's about 16 feet of it. I walked right under the brim of Dean Autry's genuine white 10-gallon hat. I, I looked right up at him, I walked right under it. What's that daddy hey? I had this brief, just this brief moment of, of uh, a little thing went through me, it's just so upset, you know. I, I, I took just a brief moment when I wanted to look him right in the eye and say, draw, pardon. Or, uh, <laughs> I just had that moment say, uh, or, or winning. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me. And you know what he said to me? He said, uh, pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. So help me, I have been called partner by pardon. And I told him, I said, oh, is my, is my own lady ever saw that? I mean, she knows that I finally made it. I made it to the big time. I'm where it's really happening. Hey, listen, uh, Tony, is, I'm, I'm not there. Uh, the same thing. You know what? Another song that he used to always sing, I don't know whether it's done that or not. He used to always sing this song. Now, why he sang this song, I don't know. And what radio station it was, I'll tell you what station it was. It was WLS in Chicago. She used to listen to that. And, and uh, you know, uh, who used to be on just before that? You'll never guess who was on just before Gene Autry would come on. Now, it was a recorded Gene Autry show. Uh, I have to warn you that it was not a lie of Gene Autry, because Gene Autry, because he's a big movie star, he's not on W.L.S. playing at the time. But it was a recorded show, and it was Lamar, and he would sing that, you know, his opening theme song, 
And my mother was just go, oh. And they came on and they would do this, this uh, commercial for the tour company. And, uh, you know, they had Western tours. And they also, yes, they did. Western for the, you know, skunk and all that. And uh, they were they coyote for and stuff. And they would do this first commercial. And I don't know why the guy who did this thing used to use this kind of phony twang. He would have said, now folks, we're, we're going to get back to the old corral. In those days, they used to pretend that was in the days, in the days of uh, Martin Block's make believe ballroom. Whenever you did a, a record show, they, they would pretend like they're there. Like if a guy's playing the Benny Goodman record, he'd always say, and now here comes Benny uh, up to the bandstand again. Uh, Benny, what are you going to play? That's very good. Benny is going to play as an easy thing. Let's do it, boy. He's pretending it's dead. Well, uh, this guy used to say, and now, now folks, let's get back to the old crowd. And uh, here's Gene, uh, swinging on the top gate there with his guitar and his fine old horse. There's your horse. How are you, boy? Hey, and here's Gene to sing an old favorite, Marie Elena. And he used to just strum that thing. Is it just Marie Elena on that thing? Take a look. I'll bet it is. That was one of his all-time hits before you say no. Look at it. He made that song famous. And he used to, and now here he is. Here's Gene Autry. The same. Well, that's about all the time we got to spend that in the old Unarchy Corral today. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time with a lot of their favorites. And don't forget, tomorrow we're going to feature Unarchy singing Silver Hill Among the Graves. Uh, no, Silver Gold among the gray hairs. Uh, my old Silver Hair Daddy of mine, he's going to sing, and he's going to He's just going to drop all them tunes out to you, and you just keep them ready as they're coming in. And Gene will be glad to sing and play. I'm recording the poet all in five tunes. We're going to meet me in Ann and Ann's This is Lou. Oh, great Lou's here. The Gene Hawkins Corral. We'll be back for the IG Fox. The IG Fox Fur Company. And don't forget, folks, you can go and get that IG Fox Coyote Special. This week only. $69.95. And you tell Gene Hawkins and this will tell you. All right, now. All right, once again. Looking out our old horse and gear right out. All the studio. That's the worst record you've heard in a long time.